Welcome back to Strictly Footy Boys. What a week. What an Easter week. I hope you all had a great Easter weekend. For those working, I hope you all had a great relaxing weekend. Whether you're with the family, with the missus. Whatever you chose to do, lads. I'm not going to judge you, but let it be known that this week, and this start to this season has probably been the best I've seen in, in quite a while. Again, some more exciting games this weekend, some more upsets. I feel like it's upsets galore every weekend, but before we get into it, mate, Jared, how are you going, bro? I'm going good, going good. Don't want to spend too much time in the intro. Got a lot of notes to get through. Oh, um, got to listen to this guy dribble for so long, Like, like, like you said, uh, a lot of upsets this season. Um, closer games than ever before, I think. And uh, yeah, it's good. it's good to have a new team in there as well. That we can just watch develop and progress. That's right, mate. You want to crack into the first game for us? All right, first game: Melbourne versus Roosters uh, Thursday night. Um, my first point: Cameron Munster. I gave him the three points. I think he's absolutely turned this team around since coming back. They were losing to the Titans. They who, who they who, they lost to the doggies. So um, yeah, I think Cameron Munster's really turned this one around. Um, he just he, he just looks like. I know Nathan Clear is in good form, but he almost looks like the best player in the league at the moment. But Nathan Clear's only been in, in best player in the league form for the last two games. I would say yeah. he started the season pretty That's slow. True. Um, he is the best player in the game. Him, this is the thing, right? And this was my thing at the start of the year with people saying the start will miss the finals. In my opinion, right now, they have the two best players in the game, Harry Grant. And Cam Munster. Yeah, four months. And they produced the third best player in the game, Nico Hines. So how could anyone say that this team... You could say Edwards is up there too, but again, I think Edwards has been relatively like on and off at the start of this year. I think a couple of games against Canberra, as far as I can remember, he, he wasn't the best. Yep. Oh, no, did I just... No, no, he scored no. four tries against me. Yeah, okay, no, no, okay. No, no. I was he, gonna he say he wasn't that what? good against Canberra. Yeah, okay, okay, good. But I would say Munster, Munster just based off his entire career is is probably one of the best top five, easy, easily yeah, top five. Yeah. I have him second at the moment in terms of best players in the game. Uh, Nick Meany, before he had to come off, Jesus Christ, he looked very good. Um, he. Uh, He's one of those players where you don't really notice him much during the game, and then he just pops up for like 20 minutes, tears you apart, yep. then goes back to just being really solid. Scores a try, try assist, a few line breaks, done. It's his time. Um, what happens with him when Pappenhausen comes back? With Meany? Yeah. My th- oh, well, I would initially bring Pap off the bench mm-hmm. to get 100%. his fitness going like they did when they had Nico there. Um, a lot of people are saying fourteen, but I would just put him on the wing. Or how about this for an idea? Let him play a bit of a Joey Manu role and put him at center. Because I think Far I think out. you know what that's a shout. No one's no one's ever. I don't think I've ever heard that opinion. Because anyway, but that's a very good shout. He's big enough to play center. He has played center before at the Bulldogs. He has the ball playing skills to be a center. Yeah, I, I don't think Raymond Smith has been very good this year. I yep. think he's probably been the slowest in that back line. Um, granted, he's coming off with torn pack, but still. Um, yeah, I think 
Nick Meany playing that right centre. Obviously, he can come in and carry the ball. He's earned that. He's earned that right there. He can come in and do that too. Uh, the form that he's been in. But yeah, I don't hundred percent probably be looking to start him. I mean, I mean Olderman Meany as your two centres looks yeah. way more solid. I think Meany's very sound defensively too. I think he'd be really good on that edge. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. Um, I don't really think they want to get rid of Warbrick. I know he's on and off, but... No, I think you've got to pursue with him. Just Same. And he's... I know he's got a couple errors in him. Like like you said, he's still coming along and yep. whatnot. But he's such a finals-type winger where he can make that big carry out of his own end. And he's so big that he can... Like, him and Coates on those wings, like, yep. they're just bigger than everyone else. And they, we saw that against the Roosters, not necessarily on Warbrick's heads, but definitely against Jackson Parlow with Coates, obviously going over for three. Yep. That was just having a field day, kicking him out on that edge. So, for me, if you go with the two big boys on a wing, and then you got Meany and Olam, who are getting that ball, like, getting that ball on that edge and moving it really well, and then getting their wingers into space, I just think that makes this Melbourne side look even more dangerous. Yeah, yeah, especially if you give him a roaming license as well. They kind of miss that extra ball player in the middle. Josh King, I think, is more of a workhorse instead of that ball yep. playing lock that yep. a lot of teams have. Yep. And, um, yeah, you get Paps coming through the middle with Munster, Hughes, and then suddenly you got Manu to deal with as well, roaming around. <laughs> Far out. Melbourne could be premiership contenders. Yeah. Easily. I, I think people are getting too caught up with Dylan Walker at Manly, thinking that anyone can just be a 14 that comes yep. in in the middle. I think, no. I think you actually have to offer utility value. Like, even when we're talking about origin, like, I know people have different opinions about Nico coming off the bench or starting, but I just don't see the utility value. Even when Melbourne had him at 14 going into the finals in 2021, I just didn't see the value in that. Yep. Because Nico is not a forward. Like, if he's going to come on... You can't play him at 13. because I like don't want... put him at centre either. No, right? I don't see the utility value. Like, someone like Jack White has a big enough body to play a 13 kind of role, to slot into the centre, go back to fullback, play at six. But you don't need to carry spine players on the bench, apart from a nine, yep. in my opinion. So, I just don't see Meany's utility value. I would much rather him out there roaming around at centre. Yeah, I think it's a good point uh, you make about the Dylan Walker and Manly thing. Because... I'm trying to think now. I might be missing a f- like missing a few players, but what 14, like even last season, what 14 was coming in and playing lock in the middle? No, apart from Walker. Any. If you think about the um, the utilities in the bench, the utilities on the bench for each team at the moment, like you've got Jake Simkin, Moses Embai, uh Tom Starling, Maybe Jake. Sh- Granville, like they're all specialist nines, basically. Yep. I was going to say maybe Cheese as well. You could say he played 13 a little bit, but when yeah. he came off the bench, I'd say he played more nine. Yeah. Um, you know, you got KO, I mean, KO Weeks kind of comes on as a nine anyway. He doesn't really play. He, he's a, not a nine, but he comes on as a nine. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, um, you just, you know, every team just carries a secondary nine. I think people are just getting carried away with this theory. Um, I don't really see the value of it. it like, the Roosters is carrying Jake Turpin at the moment. Um, Corey Page for the Broncos. Like yep. people carry a specialist nine because they like to rotate their nines in the middle and then forwards. I just don't see the value in Nick Meany being a fourteen, to yeah. be honest. And I, I would just much rather have him out there for eighty minutes rather than like, oh, when do we bring Nick Meany on? Like, yeah, just start him. And I think 
Bronson Garlic's been so solid off the bench. I just don't see how you drop him either. Yeah, no, 100% agree. Uh, last point on Melbourne, super coach related. It's time to sell Warbrick quarter. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm more concerned for people who are still playing him rather than selling him. Played him uh, last week because uh, he had a few good performances. Went back down. I don't think I'll be playing him again. Um, he's currently priced at 390k, but his break even now is at 48. And for cheap for cheapy range, that's nah. I, I I think he's definitely a sell. If he's not your biggest problem, maybe keep him on your bench, but um, don't play him in your 17. And then maybe maybe trade him next week. I'm definitely looking to trade him next week. Yeah. Uh to me. To me, I'm not really into trading my cheapy wingers because I feel like you can't really get that many. Like, Warbrick, AKP, and Alamotti, your best CT dub cheapies at the moment, and they're just going up in value. So, if you've had them since round one, I don't even see the value in getting rid of them, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you there. I get but... that it's a cash grab. I get that it's a cash grab. Yep. But, to, but to me... I would rather make my profit on a Sean Bloor, Jacob Preston. Yep. Uh, Sean Kepi even's just been continuously growing in price for me. Um, just making money off guys like them, I think, is where I'm at at the moment. I was making money off um, Sam Walker, then I traded him in. Um, but yeah, I mean, trading in Warbrick, yeah, sure. But I don't think it's a big necessity at all at the moment. Yeah, in terms of uh, cheapies, I think f- for me it's best to um, get milk as much cash as you can out of them, and then trade them for a like a, a decent um, CTW. So w- once they've kind of capped out in price, you want to get to more of a solid, solid player that's going to get you points week in week out. And guys like AKP and Alamotti and all that. Um, They've still got low break... Oh, Alamotti doesn't. But guys like Taruva, AKP, yep. they've got low break even still, so they're still going to go up in price. Uh, whereas Warbrick and Alamotti, they're starting to get starting to get a little bit high. I don't think he can average 48 as a break even. And, and the problem with it is as well is because they're cheapies, they get one big score. Like Warbrick had, a, had an 80 or a 90 score. Uh, 88. They're, they're going to go up in price massively. Over and over and over again because yeah. they were so cheap, and then I think they could come back down a little bit yeah. after that. So yeah. uh, that's all I'm thinking when I'm saying trade Warbrick. Yeah, no, after you say it like that, yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, onto the Roosters, um, I just thought they were so poor. Um, oh, start- what's happened? Crying's back. Yeah, for Newtown. I, I had that in my in my notes. Oh, okay. Get to I just saw sorry, I just got the <laughs> notification. Nah, it's all good. Um I thought they were very poor tonight. Stat came out, um not sure what day it was, but Roosters have never won a game when Victor Radley's been simbined. Uh people are like shocked at this stat. Like look at the win rate for any team when they've had a player simbined. Yeah. It's gonna be like sub twenty percent. I think that could start going up as well because uh, at the rate where Simbin and players, I think each, each team could have a Simbin a game, almost. Yeah. It probably evens out in the end. They like yeah. to square it up a little bit. But um, I think Radley... I don't know. I, I Everyone used to say, Radley for origin, Radley for origin, Radley... I just never... like. I always saw 
Carrigan, uh, not Carrigan, Murray, Yo, and Jake were all ahead of him for me always. Yep. Um, and then you got to fit guys like Payne Haas, Parlor, etc. In I just, I mean, I, I think Radley's a good player, but I don't, I don't know, I don't really see him as a superstar. I like people, I know people rate him so highly because of his defense and his work rate, but. For me, that just liability of brain snaps just reminds me a lot of Josh yeah. Re- of Josh Reynolds back in his Bulldogs game mm-hmm. days. It's like against Melbourne, we really need to fire up and win a game, and then you go and shoulder Munster in the back, get sent Simbin and Melbourne go and score two or three yeah. tries. So, you know that type of stuff costs you games, and I think you know that's that's something Victor's got to work out. Yeah, I, I know plays in England now; it doesn't matter. But just on that origin point. Yes, he's he's decent in attack. He's got a great great tackling technique. He's good in defence, but there is a difference between great, be, ta- being great tackling technique is very questionable. Sorry, not great he's tackling technique. Gra- good defence. He's That's great. Good good efficiency. Yes, in defence, but okay. I would say he's got the best tackling technique. There's a difference between being a workhorse and being like good for the Origin Arena and just being aggressive. There's a difference between the two, and I don't, I think some fans struggle to understand yeah, the difference. No, I agree. I agree. Um, apart from that, I just didn't think that side looked reminiscent of a uh, Trent Robinson run side. The, Six, ro- the Roosters, yeah, sorry, sixty-one percent completion and forty-two missed tackles. The Roosters are going to kill themselves this year, and I know people are saying Brendan Smith's been good. They're they're really missing an organising dummy half. Yep. They're really missing an organising dummy half. I think that's so evident with their completions and even their fifth tackle options and mm-hmm. how they're getting around the park. I feel like... Uh, no knock on the cheese because they knew who he was buying him. They know he's a running out of dummy half, you know, trying to just bowl teams over kind of guy. Yep. He's not an organising dummy half. He's a play what's in front of him kind of dummy half and... I don't know. It's similar to the Eels situation with Hodgson and Hands. It's like Hands comes on and he's just so good with his service and organisation. But Hodgson wants to make a play every time he has the ball. And yeah. then Parra obviously is better with Hands on the field. I, I was just going to say as well, I, I'd argue that Roosters look as good, if not better, when Turpin's playing nine. Yeah, if they... Look, Rad, is Radley going to be suspended? Did he get cited? don't think so. Well, I, oh no, he got off with a, a three thousand dollar fine. Okay, I would be experimenting with Chase to lock and Turpin to nine in some Nod and Radley minutes. I would too. I just think I think Turpin's been outstanding for them this year for the for the Agreed. price they got him at. Especially seeing as Turpin was a guy that I, I wrote off. I thought he's not an NRL yeah. standard player. Yeah, but I mean, when you get into a system like that, anyone can become an yep. NRL standard player. I think. Um, Last point on the Roosters, they've got a lot of a lot of players coming back. Tupanua played uh, Cup last week, um, so he could be picked this week. Uh, Crichton, I think you just said, was playing Cup yep. as well this week. Yep. Far um, out. Good luck stopping that back row in Cup. I feel bad for pro- who Problem is, and... Crichton plays Sydney Roosters, New South Wales Cup. Uh, Tupanua played North Sydney Bears. Okay. I don't know what, what whether Crichton's going to come back, which system he's going to come back through. He's playing, yeah, he's playing for the Roosters against Newtown. Yeah, so okay. Tupinu is either going to get picked for North How Sydney or How come they got two feeder the clubs? How come they got two feeder clubs? I don't know. A lot of Queensland Cup teams have two yeah. feeder clubs as yeah. well. But um, 
Yeah, uh, also, Nathan Brown's expected to come into the squad. Matty Lodge is back from his injury, and Teddy, of course, should be back from concussion. Yep. I so, think a lot of possible wins for the Roosters. I still would have gone Swalee at fullback. I still would have gone I can Swalee say it now, fullback. too. Just provides that little bit more of an X factor. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. But I got a talking point. Okay, here we go. From this game. And it is... How close is Josh King to uh, being the top five lockdown game at the moment? Because I, he definitely beat Radley in that bit, that battle. Simbin aside. Let me go into my rolling top 15s, which haven't been updated this week, granted. I do have King at 10. He will be going up, but he's definitely in the same, um, same tier as everyone going up to about 6th. I still think Yo, Murray, Carrigan, Tamalola and Radley are above him. I've, I, which is my top five. I've currently got him at sixth. I think I'll be moving him up to six, maybe seven, depending on how I feel about Tom Gilbert because he was also great this week. So I didn't send you my top ten locks at the moment. No, you said you you said these are my top tens, and then you stopped at center. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I got no response, bro. So I thought you must have just been not having it. No, but I was just waiting for them. To for come lock, through. I've gone Fanukan at ten. I got Fanuka nine, so yeah. Hopgood at nine. Fanuka will go down to ten when King goes up. Yep. Hopgood yep. at nine. Yep. Radley at eight. Okay. Ooh. Gilbert at seven. Okay. King at six. Yep. Tamalolo at five. You got Tohu very high then. Tohu at yep. four. Yo Good. at three. Carrigan two. Murray one. It's also worth noting, just for people listening. These are like real. Yeah, yeah. Like Tom's season. Tom ranks his um, players a lot more on recent form than I do. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I think. Rolling is that's like, not a bad thing. I mean, obviously, like if we're talking recent form, I would have you know Gilbert over Tom Alolo, but no, obviously like, there's you have some a little element. bit of element. Yeah, yeah. There is some element of like who the player actually is and what we know they can do at their best. They're still there, but. For me, Radley hasn't shown me much in the last 12 months for me to have him yep. that high. So. Fair enough. No, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying for their, no. yeah, just, for their benefit. Just so it's, yeah, it's just uh, something to think about when you're thinking about both of our rankings. Like, for example, I've got Nicker at three in second rows. Yeah. Like, but, like, still, i got him above IPAB, Kikau, Fafita, Martin, Nanai, Sean yep. Lane, Bateman. Like... Obviously, obviously, he's not probably all-time the same caliber player, but yep. this season, he's been amazing. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, Just on the talking point, I think if King can keep this form up, he's definitely on track to being a top-five lock. Um, Yeah, there's not much else I can say about it. He's playing, he's playing brilliantly for Melbourne. I think a very underrated season. A lot of super coach players won't be underrating him because he's been good there, but quite underrated in my opinion. Yeah. Um, okay, I don't know who that is at my front door, but anyway, apologies, lads, for that silence. Um, let's That's move on to the next good, game. Good Friday clash: Dogs versus South. We spent we spent way too long. Okay. Oh, there's a lot to talk about. We'll be yeah. fine. We'll fly through team lists. We've been flying through it quickly in the last few weeks, just because yeah. there's not a lot of changes mm-hmm. after round one, round two. So yeah. we, we can afford to. Spent a little bit more time, but um, first point I have here, Latrell responds to critics yet again. Well, you know what? He had to. He didn't really have a choice. Um, but 
I still don't know who this unit in my front door is. It's going to trip me out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Latrell is a big game player, and that's what we know. And people take big games differently, whether it's against the big teams. But I think a, a big game player is where you need to make a statement. And he he did make a statement, but people are gassing a little bit too much. I think so, 100%. Yeah, yeah, he, he had a hat-trick, three tries, two tries, but... That pass to Campbell Graham was nice, but a lot of the time he was just right place, right time to score. Which he didn't really. It's obviously a skill. Yeah. It's obviously a skill to be there when you need to be. But yeah, still, but I think yeah, Dylan I'm, Edwards had a better performance on the weekend. Easily, and Hammer, I think. Yeah, but Latrell, we're not knocking his performance. He was very good. Campbell Graham, three tries again. Awesome defense as well. I yeah. thought he was very good. Um, He's my winger for Origin at the moment. Same with um, Toto on the other side. Mm-hmm. I think so. Having because he'll be outside the trail then. So if you play Toto on the right with Tommy, yeah, which is where he's playing this year, and then you play Campbell Graham on the left wing, which is where he played when he played wing as yeah, well. Yeah, but I would play Campbell Graham on the right anyways. Okay, but I mean, look, if you put him next to the trail on the left, I'm not unhappy with that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think it's bad either way. He's just too it's too hard to keep him out at this point. He's been playing exceptionally well. He's a great defender. He's good in attack. He's just he's just solid. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I know you disagree with this, but Super Coach Wise, I said, is it time to go to Walsh? Um, uh, to Latrell from Walsh. I say yes because that's what I've done. But up to, I'm I'm out on Turbo. Yeah. Okay. I'm out. He's been subpar for the past couple of weeks, and I'm not nah. getting my return on investment, week. mate. No. 26 is horrendous. <laughs> we'll is, talk about it after. It is horrendous. It's because he didn't have his run meters in there. Because he wasn't getting his hands on the ball yeah, at all. It's his fault. It's his fault, man. He, he needed injections to keep playing because of yeah. his back injury. So he reckons he's good to go this week. Anyway, we'll talk about that when we get to Manly. Um, I was always looking to go Walsh to Latrell or Teddy. And now that. Latrell's had a big game. He's going to look to. He's going to be going up in price, especially with a break even of thirteen. I think I have to jump on him now because yep. even if he gets like sixty this week, he's still going to go up in price. And by that point, it'll be too. It, it'll it'll be much harder to go from Walsh to Latrell. So uh-huh. I've jumped on that now. Yep. Um, onto the dogs. Obviously, they were decimated. Yeah. Um, they've picked up an injury to Ado Car. As well, six to eight weeks. Maybe. Don't know who's going to come in for him. Probably Braden Burns, I'd imagine. Right. Maybe Skelton. Uh, I did see a doggies fan saying he doesn't think Skelton's ready yet. He's still a bit raw, so I would, I would assume it'd be Burns. Braden Burns, yep. Or is Ockenbore back this week, or is he still out with hip drop suspension? I, I think Ockenbore's out. Yeah, I think he got about three weeks. Yeah, so he won't be back. Um, and I thought. Alamotti, despite how poorly he did in Supercoach, um, I thought he was very good Yeah, in I, a doggies yeah. team. And yeah. his defense was a bit lackluster, but he Mate, played, he played on 18, the wing. He's an 18, 19-year-old playing by himself uh, on that edge. Like, and, he, and he played on the wing. Yeah, playing out of position with four games of first-grade experience or whatever it was, yep. without his experience at a car on the outside of him and kick out on the inside of him, mate. Mate, I wish they scored on that. I think there was a kick, and then Alamotti caught it. He threw it behind the back. No looker behind the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I wish they scored on that play. That would have been sick. Yeah, I don't really have much to talk about from this game. I Neither think, do I. That's all my points. I think Cody Walker's finding a lot of form, though. 
and I, I think I, I think I texted you during the game and said he looks like like 2021 Walker, like he just or maybe I said it's a dad or something, but yeah, he's he's looking a lot like that second runner-up Dallium Cody Walker we saw a few years ago. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. He's just getting more involved. I think um, Lockie Elias wasn't as involved as he usually is, and I think Walker's kind of taken it more upon himself. I've yep. seen him flush up on the right side of the field quite a lot. I never used to we say that. Didn't see that from him last year either. Or, or even 2021. I think he just yeah. stuck to his left-hand oh, side. That raw Renault was out there on twenty-one in 21, so didn't really need him to be out yeah, there. Yeah, he was. So... But yeah, I still got what you're saying. It's definitely a fair point. That's all I've got in this game. Going to yeah, Cowboys versus Dolphins. Yeah, the Friday night absolute. Game. I was going to say slugfest, but I thought it was a good game. It was. It was good, but the Cowboys are just boring, mate. I don't think that they can. I'm starting to really, really think that they can't replicate what they did last year. I think. I. I mean, I, I predicted them to be up there, but. I kn- I think I kind of knew they would take a step back. Oh yeah. Um, just because they like it's not it wasn't a fluke because they did it consistently, but it's like they had so many players pay- playing at the peak of their performance. Yep. That it was gonna be so hard to replicate this year, and they didn't have the squad depth. They had a couple of injuries, and they're down to playing Griffin name on an edge. I thought Griffin name was very good to to, I to know, his but credit, still, but. Like, they're lucky they got Nanai coming back this week because Griffin names out for two months. Fractured throat. How does that even happen? I don't know. Maybe he got what's, palmed. What's he, what's he getting up to off the field? <laughs> it was on field. Oh, okay. So maybe it's something to do with the referee and getting some calls, but... Oh, all right. Who knows? But um, lucky they got Nanai coming back. I assume Hess will go to the left side of the field and Nanai takes his spot back on yeah, the right. Seems like it. But they've still there are the second row injuries. He's out for name's out for two months. Helen Luke he's not expected back for another three weeks. Luke is still out. Right. Yep. They, I think cooked. they're in a little bit of trouble. When's Sadrugu can come in? I don't know. Because they actually I would love to see him get a chance. They need him. I would love to see him get a chance. He should be on the bench at least. Yeah. Apart from that, forty two missed tackles. Below 70% completion for the Cowboys. Mm. And the Dolphins didn't have Sean O'Sullivan. They didn't have Tessinho on their wing. And they didn't have their enforcers in Jesse Bromwich or Felice Cafusi. Yep. Or Milford. who So they have Nicarima playing in the halves. Yeah. So they were... And they, and they were down 22-6 or get, something. Didn't they get Simbin? Yeah, Nicarima. Yeah, he did, did. He? he did for a lifting tackle. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he did. So... Oh. Panic stations for the Cowboys, I think. Um, I don't know what they do. I, I mean, Townsend, he was great last year, but he hasn't been doing it for me this year. Um, neither. Neither's did, to be honest, in my opinion. Yeah. I think if one of their halves struggles, the other one's going to struggle just because they play off each yep. other so well. Um, but oh, I, I just don't know where they go from here. I mean, people calling for Felt to be dropped, but... There's no way. Good. W- there's no way a wing is your biggest problem. Mm-hmm. No way a wing is your biggest problem. Um, Unless he's absolutely stinking up defensively, but he's not. No, he's and he's not. finishing tries. Hiku, like he I don't does. think Hiku has been that good this year so far. He's been pretty lackluster. I don't stuff. think there's been a standout Cowboys player apart from maybe Tom Chester. Robson, Robson's been very good all year. I thought he's been all right. I don't. I don't know if he's been. Nah, I, I don't know if he's been, been what he was last year at least. No, yeah, he hasn't been that. But it's still. 
quite evident that he's the best player for the Cowboys. He's the best player on that team at the moment, yes. Yeah. Uh, On to the Dolphins. I thought Hammer and Gilbert really took it to their old clubs. Gilbert was yeah. very, very impressive. Yep. His workload in the middle, got that try as well, making yep. tackles. Hammer, obviously, was great. Um, uh, we're going to say it again, Jermaine Asako, far out. He's looking like that player that he always should have been. I know I've said that the last three weeks, but he's not slowing down. Yeah. Even no, against- I, I'm 100% with you. I think... Um, He's just looking like a different beast at the moment, isn't he? Like, yeah. He looks like a freak. Um, I just, I'm, I've been really impressed with him so far. Yep. And coming out of Bulldogs, I thought JMK was barely an NRL standard player. Yeah. Wayne Bennett has changed. He had two tries and forty-two tackles. Yeah. And he, did he just come back into the side this week or was it last week? I think it was last week. Yeah, I believe it was last but week. They they need him. They look so much better with him, especially with O'Sullivan out. Yeah. He's doing a lot of game management in there. And yeah. oh, my, the Dolphins system just it just it looks Bro. so good. That's what that's what happens when you got um Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett, mate. Alright. Different beast. That's all I've got for this game. I don't really want to get into the next game, but Fire it. We're going to have to. Panthers versus Manly. Blue Bet Stadium. Ooh, we'll talk about Penrith first. By the way, mate, I um, believe I'm going to make my trade right now live. On Supercoach? Yeah. I think I'm going to put Nick Meany to my fullback. For Turbo? Yeah. Okay. And bring in Taruva or something. I don't hate it. I don't I, I don't like Taruva anymore. What about, okay, well, I need to find I, someone to put he, in, mate. He's got a low break haven, which is good. But how, how much money you got to spend on a winner? Eight forty four on a CT dub. Yeah, should I put hammer? You have eight hundred and forty four thousand to spend on a CT dub. Yeah, if I drop turbo. And you're gonna bring in Taruva. Oh no, but with with Meany. Yeah. So turbo to Meany, and you still. Got I've already got. I've already got Meany. I've already got Meany. Oh okay. Squad. So turbo's gone, and you've already got Meany. Yeah. And so you've still got eight hundred and forty four thousand to spend. Yeah. So I need to get Why someone. Why would you get Taruva? Because Meany's in my CT dubs, mate. Look, there. And I need. I'm gonna move him to fullback. And yeah, I know. But if you got 800k, why would you get a 400k player? That's why I'm asking. Because I want to get money. Marzu's still up. Ooh. In, what is he? He's a break oh. even at 24. He's not. You've already got. He's top not Julie. Up. He's not Julie. If you want to. But Meany, you're switching Meany to. Yeah, fullback. but I can't move Meany unless you, you there's can, someone. You can, you can. How? You can. How? I don't. I, I. We might. We might have to do it afterwards because it took me a while. But you can just swap Meany straight out for a CT. Oh, Turbo straight out for a CT dub. Okay. Maybe I just do it like this, mate. Might, might have to do it afterwards, but it's got. It's, it's a little bit to go through. Yeah. Keep going. Why are you trying to figure that out? I've gone Walsh to Latrell, Kiraz to Toto. I uh, kept doing him, want to go straight to Ponga next week. And I have gone Stefano to Leo Thompson. Fair play. So, um, anyway, on to the next game, Penrith versus Manly. I think Penrith are by far the best team in the comp right now. The way they're looking, my God. Clear is different classes. Game manager. He stuffs the stat sheets, like like you said, in game, game notes. But just his game management, the stuff that doesn't show up on the stat sheet, 
Mm. He does incredibly well too. I think their edges are finally looking good. Like Tago's come into his own. Tyler's looking good after a, oh, I think a slow first few rounds in the season. Uh, Dylan Edwards was everywhere. Four tries. Uh, Moses Leota, I want to give a shout out to as well. Forty minutes, one hundred and forty-seven meters. Yeah, he was. He was a beast. He so, was a beast. Very, very, he's been very underrated this year. I used to think Spencer Lenu should definitely have the starting spot over him, but this year is um. Yeah, he, he was very good. Um, on to Manly. We talked about Turbo getting injections before, so I'm not going to even bring that up. Their edge defense, though. Oh, it's horrid. I, I, like, I know I know. we had to put Kaio into the centers, I think, oh, I midway think through. Wing. I think he was on the wing, but yeah. He's not. He's barely a six, let alone center or wing. He's a fullback half, like halfback. Yeah. Ah, oh, they threw him straight into the deep end. I mean, the poor bugger. Like first, first week in first grade, the poor bloke. Done straight into three hundred positions. Nathan Cleary, game. Nathan Cleary's his opposite as well. Um, this but, is man, there's some problems on that left edge. What what was it? Um, left edge in terms of Garrick or Sarban Harper. So so in the first, so at the start of the game it was Garrick, Garrick Parker. And Parker. And that Kelma, edge has never been Kelma, bad defensively. Kelma to but this year, it's, it's ha- had a bit of a yeah. shocker. Uh, I think I saw a couple really poor errors from Tuolangi. He w- he's been good this season, but yeah, he was poor this yeah. game. Um, Brad Parker, a little chip and chase, straight off a. I don't. I don't. I, <laughs> I looked at that. No, no, no. Like, I, I went onto the NRL app because I was trying to watch the game afterwards. Yeah. Because because I wasn't home. When it, when it was actually on, and I was trying not to keep on the score, but I went on the NRL app, and um, I, I read, I think the headline was, Brad Parker, um, A-League audition, or, or something like that, and I was like, what? And I watched it, and my head just went straight in my hands. Like, I didn't, I didn't go home and watch it that night, because the, the mate's place I went to, their brother went to the game, and then they came home. I said, don't say anything. He's like, mate, nothing needs to be said. And I was like, great. Oh. I was like, great. I'll just look at the score. <laughs> not, not worried about that one. But, um, yeah, anyway, this is going to sound stupid given that Penrith scored 44 points, but I think the defense was the difference in the two teams. Yeah, not the attack. Um, pretty obvious. Penrith held Manly. Manly completed 80%. Oh, that's not bad. That's very good. Yeah, but and, and to be honest... Can I just say... Yeah, 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 go. Penrith kept them to zero line breaks. Manly did not have a single line Far break out. the whole game. Um, But to be Which honest... Is crazy. Did you actually watch, go back and watch the game? Uh, I, it was hard, but yes. Um, I did. I just don't think Manly really threw anything at him. That was going to no, cause a line break. Everyone but Jake Trebojevic should have walked home. From yeah. Penrith. Yeah, it was, it, was very, it was a very poor effort. Like, poor old Jakey went out there, played 90 minutes last week, went and played another 80 minutes this week in the middle. Mm. I don't know how he, he... He had 45 tackles with no misses. I don't know how... how like, no offence to him, he doesn't look like the most fit player in the NRL. But he goes out there week in, week out, barely misses any tackles and is playing 80 minutes yeah. every week. So, that's off to Jakey, but apart from that... Couldn't find any positives in the Manly side, to be honest. I'm very disappointed in him. 
Yeah. I think it was very disappointing. Um, for you, especially, that was tipping mainly 1 to 12, man. I'm not sure what that was about. But, Mate, yeah, run back the good. team. I'll back him again this week against Melbourne. Maybe uh, not in our tipping club because I'm actually lost, but... That's a bit silly. Um, next next game, you done for this game? Yep. Uh, Canberra versus Brisbane. The Brizzy Broncos go down to their first game of the year at Suncorp. Um, I have a few notes here, but if you want to kick us off, mate. What was um, the score, 20 to 14? Yep. I want to talk about the winners first. I know they're just beating the Broncos, but I'm going to be, I'm going to nitpick a little bit here and say they just need to find consistency. Like, to dish that up against the the team that's the, the undefeated team of the season, yeah. probably the most informed team outside of um, Penrith, without Whiten, without Tarpany, but then get run off the park by the Dolphins and the Knights. I, I don't understand it. If they can find some consistency, like like they did at the back end of last year, they should be in the eight. Now I think they've slowed down a little bit. Um, they've started the season a bit too slow for that now, but uh, they they can definitely take it to top teams if if they find that consistency. Yeah, I mean, Canberra have always played that style of game where they just don't give up and they're just gonna, you know, not let you score easily. And that identity hasn't been with them for the first couple of games, but it was so evident uh, on yep. the weekend. But I thought this was Adam Reynolds' worst game of the year. Uh, I thought his impact wasn't as huge as he has in yep. the last five games. It's probably easy to say that because they lost, but, yeah, I think it just shows his value to this it team. It really does. It's just, like, ridiculous. Like, I honestly think if they didn't have Reynolds there, and with all due respect to all the players there, if they didn't have Reynolds there, oh, they would maybe be, like, 0-5. To be honest, like, he's just Possibly. that good. I, I don't know about 0-5, but, yeah. But he bosses them around the park everywhere. Like, I know Walsh has been, like, the headliner and Payne Haas has been the headliner, but, man, just all the stuff that Renault does in the background is just... It's just unnoticed. Yeah. Even at South, he never stuffed the stat sheet. Yeah. Never. He was just that game manager. Yep. And you could tell, especially at the start of the season when Reynolds left, that Elias just wasn't getting it done for them at that point. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Um, Raiders, Rapin will be out next week. Yeah. But um, Taps will be back, Whiten will be back, and Savage is a chance. Okay. I think okay. if Savage plays, I think Chris will play wing. Ooh. I think they want. I think I have a feeling they want to keep Kroger in there for a few games. Yeah. Just to get yeah. him for No, I don't hate it. I so don't th- hate it. they'll wait till Rapiner's back. I, I think one if Savage and Rapiner are back, I don't think you can keep Kroger in there over Chris in the centers. Yeah. No, I don't. And if hate they it. do, I'll riot. Um, speaking of Seb Chris, I thought him and Rappin just fueled the win. Like from the back, just so much energy, yep. working so hard. Just especially that, but like they've both been very underwhelming to start the year. Obviously, yep. Rappin was suspended, and Chris just looked out of place at fullback. But yep. I thought they both just took control of the game. Um, especially no White, no Tarpany beating the Broncos at home. First loss of the year, like, yeah, just such a big feat. Um, I just want to touch on Carrigan for a sec. Okay. Um, I thought, and I hope he doesn't get caught up in this. I hope it was just like a game thing. I just, I just felt as though he was passing before the line way too much going yep. into the back end of that game. I thought 
if you ever need someone like Carrigan to stand up, this is the time you need him to make some big runs, follow up Haas on the inside or, mm-hmm. you know, off the back of a Haas quick play the ball because he's getting tons of them. Mm-hmm. Get up, make another run. You know what I mean? So I thought I was a bit disappointed with Paddy. Um, with that, I thought they just could have used that extra bit of force just going to the line. Yep. Um, last points I have was Haas was still very good. He ran over 200 metres. Yep. I thought he looked dam- very damaging. And uh, I thought Walsh was pretty good over the last yeah, yeah. last uh, few years. I mean, I know it's very early in his career, but when his team's not playing great, he's obviously, he's usually off as well. Yeah. But um, I don't think the Broncos were playing that good, and I thought Walsh stood yeah. out with Haas as well. Yep, yeah, I agree. I thought he was really, really good again. On to the Titans versus the Dragons. Now, this was a interesting game, I think. Um, yeah. First point is going to be Philip Sami. Just full, just full stop. Jesus, I, I, stat line. Let I, me bring it back up, just so I can see after they they. He went close to being our player of the week, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. I just think Cleary was but better. I've been saying I don't I don't remember whether it was twenty nine or twenty twenty, but when he was playing his first season, he was playing fullback for the Titans. Yeah, and I remember saying I, I remember thinking he had the talent to be to be special. I'm not going to go out there and claim it now because the last few years I've obviously changed my mind on that. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's he's starting to starting to really hit his potential yeah, this season, he's especially. Been really good this year. And it's it's not just that this one game. Obviously, this is the easily the best game of his season. But he's been solid in all in, in every one of their games. Yeah. Um, is that when's Foran supposed to be back? Uh, not this week. Next week. So same as Brimson. Sexton performance. If we can back that up this week, I think that gives you a real selection headache. Uh, if you're Holbrook, but I was going to say, I think that. Tanner Boyd probably stays in just yep. because he's goal kicking at like ninety percent this year. Like he is, yeah, ninety point five. That's crazy. He is kicking. He just and they're all black dot. If he's kicking yep. them, like there's no hitting the post crap, like anything like that. Um, thought for feeder, I think for feeder in this new role, uh, being more of a ball player than just trying to barge over five guys yep. and score. I've got here. Do, do you think Fafeta's? Do you, Do you think he's re-cemented the best second row in the game spot? Mm, not yet for me. I think Kalamatangi and Olakatu yep. and um, fair enough. And Nikora have all been better than him so far this year. Okay, but I think if he continues this form, I mean, it's hard to deny him, isn't it? I got here. Jaden Campbell is outstanding as well. Yeah, and I think he. he there pro- is no way Para get this kid for cheap. There's no way they get him for cheap. My 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 thing is, he's not getting a starting spot anytime soon at the Titans. I don't think. Yeah. So I think he'd definitely be open to going to Para. I mean, you wouldn't be starting at Para either. So maybe he wouldn't actually. But if they're looking for a game breaker, Jaden Campbell could be that guy if they're yeah. planning to bring him on and move Guthrie to the centers or whatever they're planning on doing. But yeah. I think that could be an option for them. Uh, I thought Cruz Leeming hey, after really after good. what I said. Last pod, yeah, I thought he he really took over that attack. Yeah, I thought he was on. pretty good. I mean, obviously, it's one of those things that don't show up in the stat sheet either. But yeah, I thought he just did a great job of managing the back end of that game. Yep. Onto the dragons. I think I'm nitpicking a bit here because Hunt was very good all game, but I thought just in those clutch moments, he made a horrible raid on Toby Sexton. Yep. And um, and and he obviously dropped the ball right at the end. So I think. If Dragons want to win games like that, Hunt's got to sh- got to stand up. 
Um, I know he's standing up week in, week out, so it's hard to get. It's hard to get annoyed at him. The win's obviously not his. Um, the loss obviously isn't his fault. But um, yeah. Also, Dragons missed forty nine tackles. Oof. I think that's a little bit, a little bit over the top. Um, yeah. And I, I've just got here some cup um, stats. Viliami Fafita only played twenty three minutes, so I'm assuming he got injured. Couldn't find anything about it anywhere okay. though. Yeah. Musgrove for the third week in a row has made over two hundred meters as a prop, and with Molo suspended, I think he's gonna he's gonna be the one that comes in. And Jane Sullivan had a try and four try assists. The Dragons Dragons are a bit confusing to me. I think that's a game they should have won quite easily. Obviously, you thought they were going to win it quite easily. Um, I mean, that was Zach Lomax conversion away from winning it, so or tying it at least. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know. I thought it was a pretty evenly even game. Um, you know, run meters separated by nine. Um, ton of tackle breaks for both teams. Um, both missed close to forty. Both missed thirty-eight and forty-nine tackles. Yep. Uh, both made eleven and ten errors. Penalty count six against were lopsided either way. Thought it was just. Pretty even game and the score yeah. reflected it. I think you definitely you definitely take it as a Titans fan with Brimson and four and out to get a to get a win. Hey, the is, Titans is Titans are three and two. The yeah, Titans they are. are three and two. Don't don't no, sleep on them. I'm not sleeping on, them, but I'm saying you you take it with those two out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'd say the most impactful players apart from oh, okay Tino and David Fafita. Yeah, but um yeah, yeah you, you you take it you take a scrappy win like that with eight, two of your best players. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, you ready to move on to the next game? Yep. Warriors versus Knights. I have a question about the Knights. Yeah. Straight up. I think their attackers looked very, very good the last few weeks. Uh, especially Lachlan Miller seems to have been um, uh, kind of understanding the game better and just um, playing more within the attack. Yeah. I think they've got a very unorthodox attack. Do you think that's something they can keep up or do you think teams will kind of get used to it Um have something, like, be able to stop that Knights attack. Um, my only fear for the Knights is that we saw them start like this last year. Yep. And then they fell off a cliff. So, I know it's a, basically a completely different team, but they really need to keep this up. I just still can't believe Tigers let Hastings go. Like, he do- it doesn't show up on the stats all that often, all that he does, but he's just such an organiser, and the bloke's just a freak. Yep. I thought Tyson Frizzell was amazing. I gave him the throw points. Yeah. Uh, Lockie Miller, again, amazing. Marju, another two tries. What's he on now? Probably five or six. Yeah, five and three. For Marju, averaging 220 metres. Another 150 on the weekend. Their back line is just really impressive. I thought Bradman Best was amazing. Uh, he, had three, he did have three try assists. I thought Gagai was very good as well. Yeah. Gagai was really good. I... I the Knights' edge-to-edge attack is really good. It's just their forwards, again, that concern me. Uh, 91 metres, Sofidi, 73 Thompson, 80 Fitzgibbon, 63 Croker, 65 Hetherington, 24 Johns, 46 they, Jones. They go through Lockie Miller and that so much. I know. And it's a bit scary to me when they come up against teams like they will on the weekend with yep. Penrith, who are just going to run them through the middle of the park. Agreed. And I think this is a big test for Newcastle. And... You know, last year we were like Newcastle, 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 and they played Penrith, got bashed. So this would be a big test, a big test. Yeah. Um, two more points I have on the Knights. 
I think Phoenix Cross on it. He's very, he's really impressed me this year. Yeah, I wrote him off at the end of last year. Didn't yep. think he was good enough. Thought he was really good. He's again. been very good at nine and at six. I think he'll be the nine going forward. Yeah, most likely. Uh, you do have Kurt Mann coming back, but I think he'll play fourteen. Yeah. And um, Adam Elliott will probably, hopefully, be a forward. Yeah. Hopefully, a lock. Um, my other thing is, is how does look? I know Pong is obviously going to be six. Yeah. How does how does that I don't know. How does it work with it the Knights attack? It didn't look to me as if him, he and Miller could play together because they both it's play be, that stepping, jinking... It's going to be a very interesting footy. watch. They're going to have to make Ponga into a role player. And Gamble has been very, very good. But they're going to have to give Ponga the same role. Whereas you just... And and he's going to have to play right. He'll play on the left. Hastings, I think Hastings starts... But I just With see Ponga, Gamble and I think, Crossland and I think pop Gamble. Up right. I think Man might be put out of the team. I think Gamble will be the four down. Nah, I think Man offers too much value off the bench for. So Gamble what, Gamble lock? Gamble not in the team. He's been good though. Yeah, he's been good, but at six, like this, this is my same thing with Meany. It's like, yeah, how can you just whack him at fourteen just because he's been good? If he can't provide that utility role. Like, yeah. I think you got to keep man because he can play nine. Phoenix Crossland, I don't believe, is 80-minute nine. Yeah, of course. Uh, for the Warriors, I wouldn't take this game too seriously, but I'm a bit scared about people saying, like, yeah, it means every time the Warriors can get behind by 20, they know they can go out and win the game. 100%. You should not have that mentality because why would you want to be down by 20 points you every cannot, week? You cannot make a habit of starting slow like no. that. No. And they've done it twice in a week now, and they're lucky that... Twice in two weeks, sorry. And they're lucky the Sharks just fell off a cliff in the second half. Yep. Um, I, I did think that uh, they played very well, all things considered. They're yep. missing Tohu Harris. They're missing Nia Kore. Egan went down at the back end of the first half. Tomorrow morning went down really early in the yep. second yep. half. So I think that considered, they played okay, uh-huh. given that the Knights were very good as well. I thought Adam Pompey was very good. Yep. Um, I don't have much... Bad to say about the Warriors, apart from the fact that they started very, very slow. Yeah, and they they, can't, they give away a lot of stupid penalties, relieving penalties. I thought as yep, well. Yeah. But um, some other points here that I've got. I thought Josh Curran gave away a few dumb penalties and it did, had a few dumb plays, but he's definitely given a red hot crack. He had fifty eight tackles. Oof. I don't know how they operate this for. I think maybe Arle's got to be the one to be dropped. To be honest, possibly because Sirenen came in and played nine. I thought he was. I thought he was pretty good. He was alright. I don't think he'll play nine going forward, but yeah. Well, I think Walker should have played nine. To be honest, I'm not. But they really need sure. a Walker at six because oh, tomorrow yeah, morning. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, you're right. And um, reserve grade: Dalen Martini Zelezniak, four tries, one try assist, two hundred and two meters, and twelve tackle breaks. All right. I think it's time that we stop gassing up New South Wales Cup stakes. <laughs> Because, like, every week, someone's just running for 250 metres, scoring 11 tries. Like, <laughs> it's getting rid- it's getting rid- Yeah, I know, but when there's a selection, when there's a selection, yeah. headache, kind of. I, I thought Kossi was too, I think Kossi's been too good to be dropped. Yeah. I think Montoya he's w- wasn't great this game, but he didn't get a lot of ball, and he's been good for the rest of the season, yep. so I can't... I, it's just something I've seen to yeah. no, I'm with you. kind of throw in there. Ronald Volkman, I believe, will come in and play six. Uh, yeah, hopefully Metcalf can get back back on track. 
He's indefinite now as well. What on earth is going on with these hamstrings? And calves. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm happy to get on to the last game of the... Last game of the round, mate. The Mighty Tigers go down by six to the Parramatta Eels. Can, can I start this one off? Go on. Parramatta cannot be content with that. No. They just can't. Like, the Tigers, did you see after the, the game, Moses was shushing the crowd? I was there. Like, of course oh, yeah. I saw it. You, you cannot... You, they, they have not earned the right to be that arrogant yet. Penrith at least have earned, like somewhat of a. You see Gutho as well with the ball at the end of the with Kepaoa. Yeah. And Kepaoa slapped the ball out of his head. Yeah. Yeah. What was Gutho doing on that last play? He kind of got up, went to the ground. Brooks was like, "No, nah, no one's touching him. Trying yeah. to get one last year." Gutho got up, ran again, and then just dived on the ground again. Yeah, and then the ref just called it full time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but. I'm going to go through some stats here. At the same completion rate, Para had less meters a game, less, um, sorry, less meters gained, less post-contact meters, less line breaks, half the offloads, and had 22 more missed tackles than the Tigers. So, it's just... Tigers outplayed them in every area yeah. of the game. Just, just let in too many tries early. Yeah. And at half time, I saw some stupid stat. Parramatta had been tackled in your half like 11 times, and you guys have been in their half like, 60. Yeah. Well, mate, uh, uh, this is what I want to say. I want to say, Moses, yeah, he had four tries. Cool. That's a cool stat. But did you really he notice was him? turning that ball over a lot. Did you notice him apart from that one not kick really. to cut? I didn't not notice really. him. I, I didn't even know he got the tries. You, told, you told me he had four tries. I was like, what? I didn't even notice him until after when we checked and he had four tries. Yeah. So I was like, huh? I did not see that bloke have four tries. And then I had to sit through NRL 360 afterwards, and they were like, Moses, the game-breaker. And I'm like, oh, mate, was, I thought, well, yeah. obviously you have four tries ki- so. Bro, I'm sorry. Like, what is this kicking game? Like, it wasn't... It didn't put any pressure on the stains. It was their chase. Mm-hmm. They were chasing hard, but they were all floaters that were landing on the 10-meter line. Like, yep. Stafford and Staines and Tupo were making light work of him from what yeah. I can see. I thought if there was anyone to give credit to, to in Parramatta squad, it was Gutho. And I thought Madison was amazing. Maddo was good as well. Yeah, he was amazing. He's a wrecking ball through that middle. I thought Hopgood was pretty subpar off the bench. Uh, he didn't do much for my liking, so yeah. I don't know how they sort that out. I think he still has to have a starting role. Well, he played a lot of prop because Madison was in the middle, but they got Paulo coming back this week. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't know what happened. It's a bit of a headache. I think Murchie probably drops out because he didn't I don't think Murchie even got on. No, he didn't play. But that uh, there's just not going to be minutes there for Hopgood, I don't think. Yeah, it's a sticky one for Parra. I think the only way they can really go about it is put Matto on the edge, which they won't do. Yep. But, but, but Matto's probably got to go to the bench for me. And then Agreed. come on at prop. Bench middle. But Parra need to stop. They, they need to consistently play good. They come up against teams like Penrith, Melbourne... And sometimes they beat them, sometimes they lose, like, just. And then they'll come up against, like, the Tigers or the Titans or the Knights or something, and they won't put them away. They'll get in dogfights with them. But let's be real. They, like, they, the Tigers were good yesterday. They were. That was an encouraging performance. I of, know they lost again, but... Of course. I'm not going to say... But I'm not going to say that they playing at, they played at the level like Penrith in that way no. against Para. No. Not but at all. Parramatta, they fluctuate too much on kind of what... Who, who they're playing. Yeah. Is yeah, what, is what no, I'm saying. I'm with you. I think 
Um, back to the game notes, I think Tupo, that was his best game in first grade, and Staines, that was his best game at the club, yep. best game at fullback. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential in him. They just got to get his fullback positioning right. I honestly think he could be a stud fullback. I agree. He's got so much pace, so much X factor about him. He looked amazing yesterday, and he was so confident under the high ball. He was mm-hmm. always there when I was there. It's just scrubbers that he's got to position himself better for. Yep, I wrote here as well. Junior Tupo reminds me of Taylor May. Yeah, I think he does. I, I think he's got he's got the skill set to be a star. Apart from that one flick pass. I wouldn't but, even knock him for that. I'm going to be honest. The commentators crucified him for it, but if I think it was on. But if he pulls that off, like they get they got they got eighty minutes to score. I they're down, yeah. I know Stafford's quick. He would. I reckon he would have gone all the way. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not knocking him for that. But the commentators crucified him for it. But with the Tigers playing so much better, then uh, it's definitely positive signs for Tigers fans. But the but main. Then, the main talking point I saw on the media, though, was nothing to do with Tigers being good. It was... Let me find this. Where is it? I think Clarkie said something about it. Surely it's here. Well, let's just say it looked good, and then Dewey goes down with a suspected ACL. Yeah, we'll so, talk about that in a sec, but... Far out. Can't catch a break, these poor Telegraph blokes. Sport? Oh, yeah, no. it is. One of your old... Players, Gary Jack. This was uh, the main talking point I saw. Yeah. Said, as far as David Clemmer is concerned, he couldn't knock the skin off a rice custard. I thought, I think Clem's been good this year, but the back, media. Back in, back in my day. But the media just played it as like, yeah, it's oh, Tigers. It's Tigers club in shambles again. Old players dissing the club now. Who How cares? Who cares? Mate, the Tigers just played their best game of the season. Bro, but, okay, so you got to know that these blokes are Balmain legends, right? Yeah. And they don't actually support the West's Tigers. Yep. They hate the fact that the Magpies are in are in amongst everything. Yep. So you get people like Benny Elias, like Gary Jack, who was a winger, wasn't he? I don't know. Oh, if he was a winger. If he was a winger, he hasn't. Let me let me find. I actually don't think he was. Yep. I think I'm thinking. I'll just I'll just plug it in here while you're looking. Adam Dewey, it's gonna be his third nah, knee he's reconstruction. A he's a fullback. Gonna be his third knee reconstruction. It's obviously horrible for him. Uh, assuming it's confirmed, which I think it will be. Yeah. Um. Hopefully not a medical retirement. I hope we get to see him come back. But my God, he's for someone who's missed three seasons of his career. He's what twenty three years of age. Yeah, it's. Pretty bad. Imagine how good he would be if he had those extra three years of development. Yeah. Same as Jaden Braley. He missed first game for Newcastle. Uh, not first game. First season for Newcastle. Second game. Tears his ACL. And yeah. then the next season, misses the whole season with an Achilles injury. Yeah. And now he's done his ACL again. That's going to be three seasons for him. Yeah. That he's missing out on development. He, he could be sick with those extra three years of development. He's only 25 or something. I reckon he would be one of the best nines in the game at the moment. If he had those years of development. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just... Injuries are horrible. And poor Tigers. Just Tigers, Knights, can't catch a break losing their stars through injury. All right, mate. I'm happy to wrap that up there. Yeah. Round wrap up. Quick intermission, lads. Make sure you follow the IG Strictly Footy Pod. Link tree. Everything's there. Like, rating, review. 
on Spotify, Apple, whatever you guys use for your potties. Make sure you get to that. It helps us be pushed out even further. Much appreciated, boys. Let's get into Teamless, baby. Thursday, 7.50, South Sydney Rabbitohs versus the Redcliffe Dolphins at Suncorp. So Dolphins are going to Suncorp. Um, the Jared Wallace is out. Um, that's all really. Jesse Bromwich is back. And, um, yeah, I'll read through the team list. So we've got Hammer at fullback, Jermaine Asako on the wing, Aitken and Branko Lee are the centres. Robert Jennings comes in for Edric Lee. So, obviously, Bennett wasn't happy with Edric Lee. Or is he carrying an injury? Like, what's happening no, there? he's on the reserves. I don't think Edric Lee was that bad. He's on the reserves. Anyway, Katoa and Nikarima are the uh, halves. Jay Brom's back in. Ray Stone. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. He's number 16, mate. He's not going to start a prop. Oh, I hope not. It's SASA. I don't know what's... This app's tripping. No, no, but SASA has been... Um, he came off the bench last week as well with Jesse Bromwich out and Ray Stone started. Oh, maybe. So, maybe the NRL app's just anyway, predicting it then. Bromwich and Lemuelu are the uh, second rowers. Tom Gilbert, Locke. No surprise there. JJ Collins gets a chance. He was very good in cup last yep. week. Yeah. Um, Mark Nichols, home in SASA, and I never get this name right, so... Kurt Donahue. Kurt Donahue. There we go. Donahoy, Donahoy or Donahue, it's one of them. Is 17. I think he's their utility. Yeah. So they've got three props on the bench. Don't mind it. Lemuelu and Kenny can play 80. Mate, they played last week. Um, played well last week. Didn't really need to change much. So uh, don't mind that from the Dolphins at all. Uh, for South, Latrell Mitchell is looking to back up that Ooh. game from last week at fullback. There's a few ins. Alex Johnson, obviously. Jai Arrow. Uh, AJ is back on the wing with Isaac Thompson, who has been named. It looked like he had to have scans on that ankle, but clearly been passed. Uh, Isaiah Tass and Campbell Graham are in the centres. Cody Walker-Ilias are halves. Jai Arrow is starting up front uh, next to Tom Burgess with Damian Cook at nine. Keon Kalonamatangi and Jacob Host in the second row. Jacob Host was very good last week. Uh, and Cam Murray at lock. The bench is Jed Cartwright, Saluka Fafita, Davi Mawale and Harm. Sele. Yeah, I don't mind it from South. I think there's a big chance Isaac Thompson misses this week. Uh, he looks looks like a pretty bad injury. Um, uh, Preston, I don't think it was a hip drop, but um, Thompson have, was carried from the field. Couldn't really yeah. put any pressure on it, so I think there's a big chance Tane Milne comes in there. Jai Arrow, I personally don't like it. I, I'd like to see him back in that left second row. To be honest, he did play prop for the Titans, though. He did, so I, but... I do have faith he can do but it. I don't think South's left edges look the same since he's been gone. Yeah, I agree with you. So, I would like to see him there. Obviously, Totola is out. Um, they brought him back two weeks early from an MCL injury. Yeah. And first carry of the game, he was he was in all sorts of pain. Mm. He, he did play on, but obviously he's out. I think he's succumbed to that knee injury. But with... They've got Saluka Fafeda and David Mowali, who I think... Can put in a shift. Yeah. At prop. Talis Duncan was very good in reserves. I don't think he'll play. He's still a bit young. What's but your, um what's your tip here, mate? Uh, I'm gonna go South one to twelve. Okay. I've gone thirteen plus. I just yeah. think they're gonna be too strong. But Wayne Bennett does know how to play against his team. And Demetro was his assistant. So it's yep. going to be a lot of mind games. So make uh, sure... That's the only reason I'm going 1-12. On paper, this says Southampton Plus written all over it. But yeah. I'm going to say 1-12. We've learned not to go on paper with the Dolphins. Yeah. I don't think there's much else to talk about in this game, to be honest. No, um, don't think so. Yeah, that's it. 
On to the next game, 6 p.m. Sharks vs. Roosters. I think this will be a banger of a game. Looking at the ins for the Roosters, so I'll let you read that later. Yep. Um, Sharkies, Toby Rudolph obviously out for three weeks. No, three months, sorry. Uh, Fanukin's been suspended, so he's out as well. Wade Graham's back. Oregon Kafusi isn't in. Connor Tracy isn't in. Those are the names that I kind of picked out there. Will Kennedy's the fullback. Katoa and Mulatalo are the wingers. Ramian and Talakai are the centers, so not much. What's going on with Talakai's photo? When did he Bro. ever look? What? Maybe he does look like that. Maybe he shaved his beard off. All right. Matt Moylan, Nico Hines of the halves. Royce Hunt gets a starting uh, spot back with Hamlin Ueli. Blake Braley, obviously the hooker. Um, Britton Acora and T. Wilton in the second role is Karen McInnes Lock. I don't think we expected much else. Wade Graham, Jack Williams, Oregon Kafusi, and Thomas Hazelton comes in onto the yep. bench. Bit surprised by that. I thought that my boy Connor Tracy would get a spot in that bench. <laughs> Instead they've got it. instead they've gone Wade Graham as the utility, which yeah. I I don't see the value of. I would have at least gone Trindle. But um Maybe hundred and sixteen kilo Tom Hazelton come on play six. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past fifty. And you've got um don't know how to pronounce this, but Tuku Tukuhau Tapuha, his first game for the Sharks, uh, if he if he comes onto the bench, which I don't think he will, but it's against the Roosters, his old club. Yeah. Yep. Uh, for the Roosters, they get Teddy back from concussion, so he's in a fullback. Daniel Tupo and Jackson Palo are the wingers. Joseph Suali'i and Joey Manu are the centres. Luke Keery, Sam Walker are the halves. JWH, Lindsay Collins up front with uh, Cheese at nine. The Butcher Boys again in the second row with Radley at lock. Drew Hutchinson, is it now Fahu? Yep. Now Fahu White, Terrell May. And Matt Lodge is back as well on the bench. I like this. For this the is the closest. This is the closest to full strength the Roosters have been this year. And they've still got Crichton, Tupanua, and Nathan Brown to yep. come in. I think. Who do you drop? Uh, I think when when those guys come back, because Terrell May will be gone. I think for I don't oh. even think you bring Nathan Brown in. I would say they'll drop White, Egan Butcher, and. Terrell May. I don't know if Egan gets to dropped. To bring in Brown, Crichton, and Tupanua. I feel like Egan stays in over Brown, but I like the rest of the, the rest of those calls. Yeah. Uh, CY Long as well was good. Jake Turpin's not there. He's in the reserves, which uh-huh. I think is an interesting decision. Uh, oh, oh. Oh. Yeah, okay, don't worry. I just looked at the next game. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So that's that's a manly game. We're still two dollars thirty-one, which I think is a bit generous. But uh, anyway, who what's you, who, who, I've gone Sharks one to twelve. I'm going Roosters one to twelve. Okay. I like the team they've got. I think Sharks missing Rudolph and Fanukin. I mean, it's not too bad, but it's still a bit of a still some outs. Roosters get some names back. Uh yeah, I, I like Roosters in this one. Yep. I think Sharks will get out to a not not a massive lead, but I think Sharks will start the game a little bit better. I think Roosters will come into it. Yep. Manly, now I've got a bone to pick here. Oh, Garrick is out. Yeah. Oh. I might have to bring Kiraz back in and trade Garrick out, you know. Because yeah. I'm not playing Warbrick, Cam Pereira, or um, Alamotti this week. No way. My bone to pick... Oh, fuck. Cooper Johns is there too. Um, 
Why are Manly's photos so dark? Yeah, I'm not too sure, mate. Anyway, Tom Trebojevic is at fullback. Jason Saab and Raymond Tuimalo Vega on the wing. I don't mind that. I like Raymond's. I wish Garrick was there, but uh, anyway, Raymond's good. Brad Parker and Morgan Harper at the um, centers. Cooper Johns at 5'8", named over Schuster. I am praying to God that this is just in case Schuster's injured. Praying. Yeah. Because Josh Schuster has been so good when he's played. He's created so much space. He better not be on the chopping block because, mate, I, I will... I will literally lose my shit if Josh Schuster is just not picked. I will, like, I will. Seabold will be in my I, firing I, I line. D- I doubt it happens, mate. Because Johns right. hasn't even been that good filling in. But anyway, That's Cherry right. Evans is half back. Paseca and Jake start at props, obviously. Croker to the nine. Hamole, Tuolugi, and Josh Aloye. Uh, the second rows and locks. Kaya Weeks goes back to 14. Bullymore, Woods, and Sipley are the, is the bench. So, Kepi, Kepi's been dropped. I don't like that. <laughs> Tola Sipley was good in reserve grade. Much better than Aaron Woods. I'd have Tola Sipley in instead of Aaron Woods and Kepi in. Yeah, I don't know, mate. Uh, can I get on to Melbourne? Uh, look, <sighs> yep, go for it. <laughs> Oh, hello. Whoa, still down, mate. Hello. Cam Munster is named at fullback with Warbrick and Coates on the wing. Smith and Olam are the centres. Pezzett is the six. Hughes is the seven. Tui Kamikamika and Christian Welch are the props with Harry Grant at nine. Trent Liera, Katoa, Josh King, back row. Bronson Garlic, Alec McDonald, Tom Eisenhuth and Tarek Sims are the bench. Jack Haworth is still... On the reserves. I'm uh, surprised they didn't pick far longer here. Uh, I know Peasant's been good, but... Mate... We've seen Cam Munster at fullback in the past. I don't know against Tommy Turbo. I'd much prefer Cam Munster to go up against him. Okay. If I'm being honest. I like this move from Melbourne. I think Munster's just as involved at fullback. He played great fullback last year. Peasant's been outstanding when he's played. So yeah, fair um, play. That's fair enough. Um... Apart from that, not too much to go over. Um, obviously, Melbourne still missing Nelson. Yeah. Uh, missing Meany. Um, so, <sighs> mate, not optimistic for this game at all. I'm going to it. So. Yeah. What are you tipping? Could be a shocker. Um, looking at this, mate. All I'm going to say is Aaron Woods joins the Blacktown Workers Seagulls, his childhood favourite club. <laughs> And, mate, they were shocking to start the year. I thought they were going to come dead last. They've come in, and we've beaten the Penrith Panthers. We're 2-0. Far out. Aaron Woods is going to change this manly side, and we're going to win in 1-12. All right. I've put it down, mate. At Brookie. I've we did it. We did it in this game last year. We'll do it again. Hopefully. I've got Melbourne 1-12. 1-12? to 12. Melbourne 1-12. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just don't really like Munster at fullback. I think it's... In the past, it hasn't worked. Okay. So, I think Melbourne will get the job done, but skin of their teeth. I might be wrong, though. Mate, I really... I, if Schuster starts at 5'8", you, you, you'll just see the difference in the team. I've seen it. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. But yeah, what I don't get is we've been worse defensively without him. Mm. And he's not a good defender. Yeah. 
but in attack, he just changes changes everything. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go Manly one to twelve. That's literally just bias. I'm gonna put it out there. Yep. But um, yeah, gotta tip my team. Fair enough. On to the next one is the Warriors versus the Cowboys. So for the Warriors, they are missing Tomato Martin. Uh, and Wade Egan this yep, week. they've made the right choices. Yeah. So, Charles Nickel Klukstad starts out Ooh. fullback with Ed Cossie and Marcelo Montoya on the wing. Viliami Vailea and Adam Pompey are the centres. Dylan Walker starts at six with Sean Johnson at seven. Are you sure they've right, made the right selection No, there? no, no. I completely missed everything. Uh, <laughs> AFB and Bunty Offawa start up front with Freddie Lussick at nine. Jackson Ford and Bailey Sirin in the second row with Toha Harris at 13. Tain Tuapiki uh, is the full uh, the fourteen, sorry, with Josh Curran, Jess Tavanga, and Tom Arle as the bench. I'm perplexed. Oh, perplexed, mate. What what's happened? Why is Dylan okay? Dylan Walker at six is ludicrous. I know he was good. What what did Ronald Volkman do to not get picked in this game? Not sure, mate. He came in against Cronulla and was great. Well, tomorrow Martin was out against Cronulla. Volkman was great. Yeah. He's been great for them in the past. And he, he tore it up in reserve grade this week as well. He had a try, try assist, 500 kicking metres. Yep. Ran for 185. Oh, I don't understand it. And to move Dylan Walker from 14, I know Tuapiki's been pretty good in the games he's played. He's been all right in reserve grade. and He looks like a great young talent. But Volkman just had... I think Volkman had to get picked yep. at six. Yeah, I agree with you. Freddie Lossick, I'm happy they went with him at nine. It's definitely the better option than Sirenin. Uh Nia Corey still suspended. Watane Zelezniak doesn't come in. Yeah, I like the rest of this team. Yep. But, uh, yeah, just don't don't understand that Dylan Walker move. But regardless, get into the Cowboys. Griffin name out. Um, Talungi's been named. I thought he was four to six. It's been two, yeah? Yeah. I'm going to be honest, I don't think Talongi plays. Uh, which probably brings Brennan Elliott back into the team. Drinkwater, fullback. Felton, Talongi are named on the wing, as I just said. Holmes and Hiku are the centers. Deard and Townsend are the Haas. Mitch Dunn and Ruben Cotter are the props, so no changes there. Reese Robson at nine. Hess and Nanai are the second rowers. Taumalolo, Locke. Granville, Chester, Tenor Brown, Riley Price. I would have started uh, Hess in the front row. And then bring Shadrugu? No, with Mitch Dunn in the second row, if you're going to bring him in. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Um, the Cowboys, apart from Nanai coming back and Tolongi coming back, they've made no changes. I think they, they've got to try something. like Especially give Shadrugu a chance, I think. Yeah. He, he, he looks great, but... um. Start Riley Price, maybe. I don't know, but I'm just not convinced with this team. Murray Talungi, I don't think, will be back, although he's been named, so he might be in for an early return. But yeah, I just don't like this team from the Cowboys. This is a tough game to pick. Sorry to break it to you, mate, but this team made it to the prelim finals last year. They did. They did. I know. It's but basically full The way they've started the season, I know. though. I, I just... know. But, I mean, I, I just... Just with that pedigree, I just don't know if you can... I'm going Cowboys 1-12. to 12. 
I think the Warriors have looked shaky the past couple of weeks, and if they start slow like that again, the Cowboys... This this is going to be a very telling game because the Cowboys this season have been like early starters, slow finishes, apart from last week. Like yep. against the Broncos, against Canberra, they started quite fast against the Dogs. The Warriors have started really slow, so if the Cowboys can get on top of them there, I think they get it done. They're going to hold on to it. Yeah, maybe. I can see it. Oh, oh Egan and Tamara Martin out hurts. I think if Egan was there, I'd go Warriors 1-12, yeah. to 12, especially back in New Zealand as well. Yeah. Um, previous games between the two, Warriors have won two of the last three. The other one, Cowboys, yep. destroyed them. But yep. I was going to go Cowboys if Egan was there. I like Torhu Harris being back. I just don't think the Cowboys... Have it at the moment, but I, I think I'm going to stick with them. One to twelve, Cowboys. Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, I, I think, think it'll be. I think it'll be close. Yeah, same. I think like one to six. I was I was ready to tell you I had an upset and go Warriors, but ugh, just with Egan out as well, I think it's a bit too much. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. On to the next game, we got the Newcastle Knights against the Penrith Panthers. Knights. Blown out to four dollars. I'm not surprised. Penrith Panthers are on an absolute roll. I'll let you kick us off. Uh, so with the Knights, Lockie Miller, Dom Young, Dane Gagai, Bradman Best, Greg Marju. No change from the one to five. Good. Uh, Tyson Gamble comes back in at six. Uh, next to Jacko Hastings, Daniel Saifidi, Leo Thompson again up front. Phoenix Crossland is the nine. Obviously with Bradley being out for the season. Cool. Tyson Frizzell, Fitzgibbon, second row. Matt Croker starts at lock, so he actually gets the 13 jumper this week. Uh, Kurt Mann is the 14 with Hetherington, Jack Johns, and Brody Jones on the bench. Unless it's a matchup thing, I don't understand that. Like, I don't think Jack Johns did anything to get dropped. And if you're going to go with anyone, I would have gone Kurt Mann. Yeah. Um... Adam Elliott still nowhere to be seen in the team. But yeah, I heard he's going to be out for quite a while. Apart from that, not much else to report. Liam Martin's still not back. Yeah, that's scary. He's in the reserve. He's in the reserve, so maybe he doesn't. So is Luke Garner. I think Luke Garner not being in the team is actually... I think he'll stay out. Yeah. But I think in terms of this, probably Lindsay Smith drops out. For Martin, and then Sorensen goes back to 15. I think that's basically all they need to do. I think Liam Martin plays the left side as well. I think Hosking keeps that spot on the right. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, anyway, for Penrith, they're unchanged. Can't I'll just say that? Yeah. They're, they're literally unchanged, 1 through 17. Edwards, Taruva, Tago, Crichton, Todd, Luai, Cleary, Leota, Mitch Kenny, Matt Eisenhuth, Sorensen, Hosking, Yo. Then the bench is Sony Luke, Lindsay Smith, Spencer Lenny, Jamin Salmon. There's the potential that Liam Martin comes in and possibly Garner, but I doubt it. Yeah, I think it's going to be a blowout. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go Penrith 13+. Plus. I think the Knights have been good, but like I said, this is a real test for them. Uh, they're really going to have to get up for this game, and I just... All right, well, I lied to you, mate. Huh? Kieran Foran's back. Oh, he is. And Tanner Boyd keeps his spot. And Sexton is not even on the reserves. Tom McKaylee on the reserves, though. Sexton's an out. Thomas Flegler, I'm not sure what happened to him last game. Do you remember? Uh, but he played, concussed, played concussed, very... Yeah, okay, I was going to say he played very little minutes. 
Tom McKayley's on the extended bench for Good. the Titans. Good. I think he should be playing, to be honest, but we'll see. Uh, for the Titans, Jaden Campbell stays at fullback. Uh, no AJ Brimson still. Khan Pereira and Sami keep their wing spots. Brian Kelly and Aaron Chopper the centers. I'd like to see Jojo Fafida in there. I'm starting to think he's just not getting picked. Yep. Which I think is ridiculous, but I mean, they won, so there's no need to really change. Foran comes back in for Sexton. Tanner Boyd is the seven. Mo Fodawaka and Tino are the props. Chris Randall, nine. David Fafida and Joe Stimson are the second rowers. Isaac Liu is the lock. Uh, Cruz Leeming keeps his spot with Aaron Clark, Joe Werner, and Isaac Fasua Maliawi. I think Thomas McKayley comes in for Joe Werner. Nah, I doubt it if they're going to name him there because he's not injured or anything. So yep, that's fair enough. Maybe they pick him next week. I think Werner's been fine, to be honest. I don't yep. think he's done anything wrong. Uh, for the Broncos, unchanged, basically, apart from the out of Flegler. So it's Reese Walsh, Jesse Arthurs, and Cobbo on the wing. Stags, Farmworth centers. Mam, Reynolds, Harves. Jensen and Haas up front. Walters at nine. Capewell, Ricky, second row. Carrigan, Locke. Corey Pache, Kenan Palacia. Kobe Hetherington gets his first game of the year with Martin Tapau on the bench. Yep, Hetherington in for Flegler. I think the Broncos will come back in this one. I think that they'll play better. Yep. And I'm going to go Broncos 13+. plus. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, you know, this will be a real test of their character. Uh, this one, I think, you know, the big teams always bounce back after a shock loss. Yep. They always come out firing in the next game, and I think the Broncos be looking to prove that they're nothing like... Uh, last year. 100% with you there. On to the next game. We have first Sunday game, so two more games in the round. Canberra Raiders versus the Dragons, 2 p.m. The big thing here is it is at uh, GIO, is it? Yeah, it is. It's in Canberra. Obviously a big advantage to Canberra there. They've got Seb yep. Chris at fullback. Uh, Kotrick is back. He wasn't expected back for another two weeks. Interesting to me. Albert Hopper-White is the other winger. Croker and Tamaka are the centers. Jared Croker is the captain. Was yeah. it? Who was it? Who's captain normally? Croker. He was captain last week. No, no, no. But who's? Uh, is it Whiten. So, no, well, uh, Whitehead. Sorry, not Whiten. So Whitehead loses his. Okay. Um, Jack Whiten and Jamal Fogarty are the halves. Uh, Papali'i and Tarpany is back playing pro. Zach Wolford the nine. Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead are the second rowers, and Corey Horsburgh is the lock. Starling, Gula, Sami Solo, and Corey Harrow are the interchange. I think that's the right call. I'm going to quickly roll into the drains because I really want to talk about this game. Uh, Tyrell Sloan at fullback, Matt Fine and Tautau Moga on the wing, so Michele Ravalawa is out. I'm Ooh. not sure what happened. Uh, Suli and Lomax are the centers. Amon and Hunt are the six and seven. So Musgrove comes in after his week in cup. Uh, alongside Blake Laurie, obviously, with Frank Molo being out. Uh, Jacob Little keeps the starting nine. Ben Murdoch-Missilla, Jaden Sewer, Jack Bird at 11-13. And then the bench is Embite, DeBellin, Couchman, and Kerr. Viliami Fafita is on the extended So, Ravalawa has a grade 2 hamstring strain. Okay, well, that explains it. Um, with this game, I think Canberra... Whiten back, Kotrick back, Tarpany back. They're going to be looking to roll the Dragons. And historically, the Dragons don't have a good record in Canberra. This is normally a bit of a bogey team for them. Uh, head-to-head, Canberra's 23, 22 and compared to the Dragons, 13. I'm seeing a 
Canberra landslide in this. The last couple games have been decided by basically a converted try, 20-12, 12-10, 12-10 and 24-22. Yep, uh, Viliami Fafita on the reserves, so obviously he wasn't injured. Not sure why he only played 20-something minutes. Maybe it was just a little, little kind of niggle that he was carrying. I think it might have been his first game back from his sternum injury, um, so maybe that's a th- something. Yeah, I want to pose this to you. The Dragons' record at GIO Stadium, 4-14. Four and 14. Four wins, 14 losses. My God. 22% win rate. Not good. Obviously, Canberra have been very good over the years, so... I know, but even, Boss, like, yeah. uh, the Dragons have too. I, I'm tipping the Raiders 13+. plus. Um, Tarpany back, White and back, yep. Patrick Agre- back. Yep, agree with you. Agree with you there. A lot of momentum off of last week. Yep. I think they're going to come out and want to make another statement. I'm I think the last. Them. I think the last few games um, between these two. I, well, from what I can remember, you confirmed it for me. From what I could remember, uh, very close, scrappy. I'm going to be honest. Poor quality games. Yep. Recently, um, Ravalo out. I don't think it's too big. He's a winger. Uh, Molo out as well. Obviously. Raiders at home, they're fortress. I just don't think the Raiders have the consistency, though, Ooh. yet to con- to c- continue on with with what you're saying. I am going to tip them one to twelve, okay. but I, I don't think they'll come out and blow yeah. by the Dragons out of the park. Uh, yeah, I think they will. I just think they're going to want to make a huge statement after beating the Bron- beating first, giving them their first loss of the season. Yeah, it's fair enough. They want to they want to come out and womp the Dragons. I think so. Yeah. That's uh, that's why I'm saying it. I think they can defend home very well too. Fair enough. Uh, looking at ins, I see Carl Luapu. He's not starting. Um, I also see Ooh. Pangai. I see Kikau. Fatala Mariner and Kikau. Andrew Davies on the reserves as well. Yeah, Kikau obviously. A lot of troops back for the dogs. That is huge. Uh, do you want to get into the Paris team? Yeah, I'll get into the Paris team. They are unchanged, apart from Junior Barlow coming back in. Uh, so, Wiramu goes so to the bench. And it's uh, Gutho, Sivo, Penasini, Russell, Dunster. Yep, Murchie drops out. Brown, Moses, RCG, Barlow up front, Hodgson at nine, Sean Lane, Cartwright, Maddo, Hopgood, Hands, Greg, McIntyre on the bench. Bulldogs have Perham at fullback, Kiraz, and Braden Burns does get that wing spot. He had a very good game, granted, at centre last week in cut. Yep. Uh, Avrilo and Alamotti uh, playing the centres. Alamotti will be thankful that he's back in the centres. Matt Burton is the six. Kyle Flanagan, seven. Max King and Tavita Pangai back for the Bulldogs. Yeah, I was told he's a few more weeks off, but that seems to be the theme of this round. Injured yeah. players coming back. Reid Marnie, nine. Kickout and Preston are the second rollers. Uh, Raymond Fatala, Marinart back in at lock. Josh Reynolds is the 14. Ockenbohr is back. Ockenbohr is back. Corey Waddell and Ryan Sutton what? are there. <coughs> yeah, I don't know, mate. ages. Yeah, mate. I don't know. Who's dropped out? Harrison Edwards, who I'm going to be honest, I thought was very good last week for his, his debut playing lock. Thought he ran hard, made some good tackles. Uh, same as Hoffman. Oh no, sorry. Same as Curtis Moran. But um, obviously with your main main troops coming back, you play them. Um, not much to talk about in this game. I actually remember this game last year. Yeah. Was it this game? Yeah. Was it, it was at this, Bank West? Yeah, it was this game. Yeah. 
far out. Um, oh, I think Paris still get it done. Yeah. I think Bulldogs make a game of it, but I'm going to go Para 1 to 12. Yeah, I've gone Para 1 to 12 too. I just think I'm not really convinced on Para after what I saw uh, yesterday afternoon, but I think they still got too much class, and I think um, getting Barlow back will take them to another level. Yeah, completely agree. I think the Bulldogs will 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 give them a scare though. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Go I think Adokar is a huge missing X factor there. Yeah, obviously, but getting Kikau back, getting TPJ back, get uh, getting oh I forget uh, who am I missing? Uh, getting Raymond Fatal Mariner back. And I think Braden Burns will do a fine job on the wing. Obviously not the level of Adokar, but simplifies his role a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be fine out there. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I'm just in the process of getting Karaz back into my team and taking Garrick out because obviously Garrick's not named. And I, I really can't afford to be playing. Oh, is it worth it? Because I want Garrick long term instead of Kiraz. Yeah, I think it's fine, mate. So you think I just keep Garrick in there? Sit him a yeah. week? Yeah, I think it'd be fine. But then I've got to play Alamotti, Warbrick, or Khan Pereira. I really don't like that. Nah, you'd be right, mate. You'd be right. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it then. I'll keep Toto in there. Garrick not being named really hurts to be honest. But um Anyway, enough about Supercoach. Um Brings us to the end of uh, Teamless Tuesday. I think it's been a pretty good one, to be honest. Went through that quite a well. No lot, Tigers lot, lot, this week. A lot of game notes. Oh, I heard Tim Shane's a bit worried this week that may not may not get the two points. Uh, um, all right, boys. So, <laughs> stay blessed. And uh, I'm so tired. But this should be a good weekend of footy. I think there'll be a few more blowouts this week. But, yeah. Stay blessed, boys. See you next week. Uh, on Saturday.